Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Group Text. It is that spooky time of year. I never thought I would say that, but spooky. Um, It's almost Halloween. The voice laughing that you hear is my resident paranormal and ghost expert. Little do you know, he is the official one for my, my podcast. My friend, Jack Osborne. Hello, spooky. Hello. You are... Back on what season of this that you're going into uh, on your show? Oh, so we're filming season three of Portals to Hell right now. Yeah. Uh, First of all, I can't believe it's season three. Yeah. Just keep. Hey, as long as as long as they want to keep me gainfully employed, I I will I will do what needs to be done. What now? This is the fourth or fifth show you have done about ghosts and paranormal and unexplained creepy stuff. I think it's the so fourth it's, or the fifth. It's the, well, it's, I guess it comes down to, so it's the second investigation show I've done, but I've done, I do uh, Osborne's Night of Terror with my parents. I do Fright Club with the Ghost Brothers. I do the spinoffs with Kelly. Like we do, you know, we do, we just investigated the Queen Mary together. Um, so yeah, yeah, I guess technically it'd be like four or five. But you're not counting, what is it, make the, do the Osbournes believe the one I was watching and laughing my ass off the other night? <laughs> just because I one. love, just because I love watching your parents interact. It's a good show. I love, I love doing that show. It, honestly, it's like the, it's, it, it's the best way to work. It's like, I just roll up to my parents' house, <laughs> we hammer out two episodes in like four hours and done for the day. It's great. Which is, which is, and it's just hilarious. And I just love your parents so much and the whole dynamic. It just, it's, it's, it's just hilarious. <laughs> Especially your dad, like that. Did, there was one which I watched where it looked like an alien was walking, and your mom's like, that's just a naked child. <laughs> just a naked child. Yeah. Naked children often run through neighborhoods at like three o'clock in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> so, what's the fascination? I mean, obviously, this is not. This has gone from interest oh, to hobby to, dare I say it, money making venture. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, for me, it's kind of like it's the it's the ultimate question, right? Right. And and it because it ties so many things together. It's like, all right, it ties in our understanding of reality. It ties mm-hmm. in our, you know are we alone in the universe? You know, uh, are we, you know, is there an afterlife? What does that look like? It is all, you know, there's all these kind of great unknowns and, you know, and and diving into this world kind of allows me to kind of go on these quests, really. Did you ever think that this is the way your career would be? Did you, I mean, my mother always said, you know, you're, we're also lucky to be able to make 
a living in our chosen professions. I can't imagine as a little boy, you laid in bed and said, I want to be a ghost hunter. (laughs) No, absolutely not. No, I uh, had, and it, well, I, I grew up loving the X-Files. That was like my favorite show. Um, And from, you know, it was just a hobby. Like as a kid, I'd, you know, read all the ghost books and UFO books and, you know, go to horror films and, and all that stuff. And, and then in 2011, I got asked to participate in this, you know, in a paranormal investigative show. And I was like, all right, that sounds fun. Like, I love that stuff. And it just kind of one thing led to the next. And, it, and it's the paranormal world is a really um, it's a really tight knit community. And it takes a minute to get um, like you you need your cred, like your street, yeah. You your, need your cred, your street yeah. cred in the paranormal gang. You absolutely do. What? Because I, I want to get to like the spooky stuff. Because we are. This is gonna. This is. It's almost Halloween. What's the most frightening story that you ever covered? <sighs> the most frightening story. You know what I think? I think it's whenever you're dealing with um, mental health institutions from like early 20th century, late 19th century kind of, kind of vibe where, you know, it was, uh, tell the story, tell, tell, tell your scary or one of your scariest stories. I think it's most scary in the sense of like the, the psychological stuff behind it. Like they would, if you would, uh, for instance, we're investigating this place right now called, uh, Eloise, um, uh, Eloise psychiatric hospital. And this place, if a husband was annoyed with his wife, he could check her in and insist she gets a lobotomy and there's nothing she could do. Wow. Like, that's absolutely insane. Like, that's terrifying to me to think that, like, you could be put in this place, you could be completely sane, just having a bad day, and next thing you know, you've got a spike going into your brain, scrambling, you know, scrambling your, you know, your head like an egg. Now, that, that's terrifying. Yeah, it's horrible. Now, you know, that's more kind of, you know, getting into the uh, more human, uh, <laughs> the, the, the human element of being, you know, terrifying. But man, there's, there's places I've gone to where I've had doors fly open in front of me. Um, you know, you'll knock on a, you'll do like a little knock, you know, you're like, and then it'll knock back. There's no one there. You know, I've I've never seen like a full on like apparition ghost. Really? Um, Never seen like a full on ghost. Um, Is that like a bucket list thing? (laughs) Yeah. But I I, I think it's kind of I don't think everyone is tuned to seeing ghosts. I think some people are and some people aren't. I might just be one of those not. Which would be a bummer because you certainly put a lot of time and energy into it. You're like, <laughs> right. come on already, fellas. Like, <laughs> how much more do I have to prove myself? Exactly. What, what is the most frightening or what, what story chilled you where you may have been in like in the middle of something and said, I'm out of here. Or like, I am never walking back in here. Oh, man. Okay, so... Um- Honestly, like my, it, it was probably really recently. It was really two, two weeks ago. It, we were investigating this place and I've done probably a hundred investigations now. And since 2000, in the last 10 years of doing professional ghost hunts. And I was at this place. It was called Hillview Manor. It's just North of Pittsburgh. 
And there was this one floor of this place. It used to be what was called a poorhouse, which was back in the day, they, uh, the, the solution for homelessness was, hey, we'll just buy up huge swaths of land. We'll operate these farms and we'll give people jobs and they can live here and work here and make money. Right. Um, now, obviously very kind and intent, but usually very poorly executed. And the, uh, the, the genuine care of the people was not a priority. Um, but there was a wing on this place, which used to be a poor farm. And then it over the years became a, a retirement home and then an assisted living home. And um, that was just absolutely terrifying. And it was no, it was, wasn't necessarily any different from any other floors in this building, but it was that thing of the bumps, the knocks, the moving, you would hear someone walking behind you, you turn around, no one's there. You would hit, then you would hear like a door slam down the hallway. It was just, it, it was relentless. It was like every 10 to 15 seconds, you were just getting, oh, what was that? What was that? What was that? And it was so like my nerves were so fried after being up there for like an hour. I was like, all right, I got to get out of here. Just like done. Yeah. And, and the craziest thing, right? People will go, oh, it's just an old building creaking, making noises. And we always go, all right, fair enough. We, we know the a, difference. We know the difference. Exactly. And then we also, you, we have a, 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 an app on a phone, which is a noise activated microphone. And we left it there overnight. It didn't pick up a single noise. Really? So- it, so if it was a creaky old building, you would think it would be creaking all night. Nothing. Nothing. What's the building like now? Is it in disrepair? Yeah, you know, it's pretty it's pretty run down. You know, they they operate a uh, like a haunted house there. They do a ghost tour there. So it's kind of, you know, they're very much leaning into the paranormal side of it. But it's pretty run down. I mean, it's not it's not dangerous, but you know, there's plaster coming off the walls and broken windows and, you know, water damage everywhere. Yeah. So but you brought up something. Haunted hotels mm-hmm. are always like this big tourist attraction. Yes. And um, do you think they're do you think a lot of them are real or do you think it's just like a PR stunt for people who live in old Victorian manor houses? Because they always seem to be Victorian or pre-colonial. Yeah. You know, I think as far as like hotels go, um, you know, something that Katrina, my co-host, and I always talk about is, you know, the residual energy of things, right? Right. How if if a, if a jacket that you haven't worn for 10 years, you pick it up and it still has your perfume on it, that's holding on to, to something. That's, right. that, that's a smell. And it's and it's that jacket is holding on to it. Um, and why can't energy do the same thing? Why can't energy stain a room, a building to where it's not necessarily an intelligent spirit. We call it a residual energy. How it, you know, there's like a, a time loop going on and an event that happened there is just kind of on an energy repeat. So, cause there's this, there's almost a haunted hotel registry. Yeah. Like if you Google haunted hotels, like you, so my mom and Cooper were on a trip and they were in South Dakota. Okay. And there's, I believe, I believe it was South Dakota. There's a very famous hotel there that is notoriously haunted were they in the, Rapid City? Um, they, I think so. They had gone to see Mount Rushmore. Yeah, they, I stayed at that hotel. They flipped out. My mother saw, saw something behind her in a mirror. She and Cooper both swear that the curtains like stood straight out from the window. There was no window open. Um, they both saw 
like these electrical snake things going along the floor. Like mm. crazy. So they obviously nobody slept. They, yeah. my, my mom, Cooper, and Cooper's friend who was on the trip trip with them, and Cooper's nanny all slept in the suite. Like, yeah. literally, like, nobody, <laughs> so they call room service, and my mom thinks she's going crazy and says, is this hotel haunted? And the room service was like, oh, yeah. She's like, you know, the third floor and the fifth floor are the worst, but, man, you should see what goes on in the kitchen. And, I mean, <laughs> my mom and Coop were out of there. Out yeah, no, of there. I think I've, I've, I've stayed at that hotel. I've stayed at that hotel with my dad when we've been well detour. I didn't have anything particularly crazy happen my i feel like my dad did though but my dad's one of these people where he'll be like oh no there's no such thing as ghosts it's all it's all bullshit and then he'll be like but this one time this thing happened to and he like explains this scenario and you're like well what the fuck is that <laughs> what what the fuck is that then dad i don't know <laughs> yeah exactly but, He's like, oh. uh-huh. What okay, but these haunted hotels. Mm-hmm. Why do you think there's such attractions to people? I mean, don't you think if if you're like a, a, a spirit or an energy, mm-hmm. and everyone's making money off you, yeah, like don't you think you they would get irritated? Like, leave us alone. We're not here to perform. We're not the haunted mansion at Disney. I, I often joke about making a um, just writing like a short story about like the life of ghosts that live in a haunted house and how these ghost hunters always come and annoy them. Uh-huh. And they're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, just leave me alone. I'm dead. Like, what more do you want from me? Yeah, like <laughs> Beetlejuice yeah. like Beetlejuice part two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I you know, I would like, it, I guess it just comes down to what, this is all fringe. It's all kind of guess guessing and like ah, we think this is what's going on but my actual belief is that we really don't know what what any of this is you know and and, and the interesting thing about ghosts and hauntings is that like 50 percent of the planet that's like three and a half over three and a half billion people believe in ghosts and there's an insane amount of number who claim to have seen a ghost felt a ghost had some kind of haunted experience so you're telling me that 50 percent of the planet crazy i mean well 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 yeah okay fair <laughs> maybe but not that i mean you're telling me okay they're all hallucinating like that to me is there's something going on um i you know i've been to places you know to kind of go back to your question about do we annoy them when we go to these places sure i think so i think there's ghosts that get you know if there if there are you know these interdimensional energies i'm sure you get annoyed if someone kept trying to you know ruffle your feathers and try and, uh, you know, get a reaction. What's the most haunted place in the world? <sighs> you know, I, mean, it's I, funny. I would guess it's somewhere in Europe. Yeah. I mean, you would, you would think, I think there are, I don't, you know, it's, it's, you, it's gotta be the side of just, you know, deep, horrible tragedy. And it's funny. Like I, I know people who have not, I know mediums who've gone to, you know, horribly some of the um, like uh, concentration camps mm-hmm. and just to kind of pay respect, do a tour kind of thing, not to like hunt for ghosts or anything. And they've told me like, you know what? It's actually very peaceful here because of how much kind of, you know, how many different faiths have come through and kind of blessed the land and kind of, you know, urged whatever's there to move on. Um, 
you would think it would be something like that. But then there's places like, you know, I, I, I tend to believe in my experience, the places that I've investigated, it's mental health facilities, which are always the, um, the most active. And I think that probably has to do with the people that were there. You know, these are people who were sick and they weren't quite, you know, grounded. And so they right. were kind of, and so what, their energy kind of going on could potentially be the same. Because I, you know, I would assume it. So it's not Transylvania. <laughs> I've been to Trans. I've been to Transylvania, and I've slept in Dracula's castle, and that place was about as haunted as this trailer. There was really. There. It was like this is weird. Did you? Did you? How did you even sleep? I I slept in a tent in the courtyard, and the craziest <laughs> thing, I was I was with a friend of mine, and we were. Doing- you are. You are. Crazy. <laughs> but I, I was with it. The, the worst thing that happened to me there was there was this dog that lived at the castle and it stole my shoes in the night and just destroyed them. So I had no <laughs> shoes. And I'm like, I literally woke up. I'd been like, I'm in the middle of Transylvania. And it's like, go try and find a pair of tennis shoes in the middle of nowhere in Transylvania. Yeah, that's so easy. No. You know, do you, what do you think of these um, immersive haunting uh halloween experiences like you there's that guy that you have to watch the whole film it's like two hours and then you have to do like a psychological evaluation and you have to last 24 hours or whatever's in the house yeah is this the guy that basically tortures people for like days yeah that one there's a couple (laughs) of them yeah i mean why why do people like to be so scared i don't know i really don't know i don't get it I mean, I, I, I don't, I think it's, I think it just maybe taps into our kind of flight or, you know, fight or flight instincts and it's very primal. It's like, all right, how, how, how well can you face fear? Because if you think about it, we live in a relatively safe society. Like we're not faced with a huge amount of fear daily. Now there might be things that happen, but like, it's not like it was. 50,000 years ago when there's a saber-toothed tiger walking around your backyard waiting to fucking rip your head off. Good point. Like, so, Good point. You know? Fear is a little different. Yeah, it's, we, we live, and, but, but instinctually we've come from a place where fear is what kept you alive because it kept you sharp. It kept you like, oh, you know, and I think that's dulled over time as we've developed in society to where people want to like light that fire every now and then and be like, oh man, like it kind of, you get that exhilaration when you're scared. What story or legend, I don't even know what the word, right word is, would you love to investigate that you haven't? I mean, is it is it a medieval castle somewhere? I know that, again, my mom was, my mom's apartment building was supposedly haunted. Um, and they brought in a white witch, my mom did, mm-hmm. to to clear it. But everybody had been complaining about things. And then they had found the uh, portrait of the original owner in the basement. Yeah. And, like, the medium or whatever told them to hang it up. And they hung it up in the lobby and everything stopped. Huh. And she had paranormal people come in, like, real scientific par- yeah. investigators. And all they did to say was... Yeah, there is. There's that definitely some sort of energy here. And left, she was like, "What? <laughs> you are not helping me." In in my mind, your mom lived in the apartment building from Ghostbusters. 
It, it, well, it wasn't a convert. It was. It wasn't quite that, but yeah. <laughs> was there a, was there a demonic portal on the on the roof with hellhounds? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, only I think only when she was dealing with her agents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what story do, are you obsessed with that you haven't covered yet? Man, it's um. Because I remember, like one time we were in Scotland, mm-hmm. and at someone had invited through the group of friends, and we went to a friend of a friend's castle and it was very big and this and part of it was open for tours we went to the real house and they had this thing downstairs underground which was a prison from back in the day where soldiers or it was barracks i got three steps in and i made a u-turn i'm like i am (laughs) not not going down there yeah yeah, I you know there are I, I want I would love to do a um, just to go investigate. I, w- I would love to do a season just investigating like areas of battles because it kind of leans into the history and and that to me is really interesting. You know, uh, you hear so many stories about Gettysburg and yeah, and I would love to investigate Gettysburg. But the but the inherent the inherent flawed in doing a ghost show is that you're given four or five days to shoot the whole episode and some of these places you go you meet these people and they're like oh i've been investigating here for 10 years and they've just got all these different experiences they didn't all happen in four days you know so it's you kind of it, as great as it is to do this you kind of you're, you're limited and um and i would love to spend more time just poking around different you know battlefields and places of kind of that that kind of happenings like I said, I go back to another story about my mom because she was all super ghosty um, and terrified. Total mm-hmm. chicken. Um, she was once performing somewhere on the eastern seaboard and she met this uh, couple that lived in like a perfectly renovated house from the revolutionary times or the, actually earlier than that, way earlier than that. And they said they had a pilgrim that would come and stand at the end of their bed at night. Hmm. And when they were doing the renovations, they discovered that there was an underground tunnel going to a cemetery, to a graveyard, so that in the winters during yeah. the, uh, the, the those those times, the Native Americans couldn't see how many people had died, that they would take them through this tunnel in the house to get to the cemetery and bury them. And they swore, and they're like, you have to come stay. My mom's like, not on your life. <laughs> I don't nope. need a, a pilgrim standing at the end of my bed at night. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I tend to not be a fan of. I mean, I've I've been in places where I have like woken up from a dead sleep, and you know when you wake up and you know someone's in your room. Unfortunately, like yes, kid, yeah. Like if like your kid comes in in the night and just standing in your room and you just wake up because you know. And as I a parent, that. you now do the. <clears throat> yep. I have yeah. had to like, I've had to like, had, ser- had serious conversations with Pearl because she would just stand motionless <laughs> on the side of the bed, not saying anything, just looking at me. And I'd be like, just say something. <laughs> daddy, daddy, <laughs> daddy, anything. Anything. Um, just don't but, say red rum. Yeah, exactly. Don't say red rum or like, I'm here for you. Yeah. <laughs> In a sinister voice. Um, but I know I woke up and I, I, I could hear and feel someone walking around the bed going from one side to the other one side and they were just pacing whatever it was and i just kept my eyes closed and i was fully awake 
but I was like, just go back to sleep, just go back to sleep, just go back to sleep. And I was, and literally the moment that a crack of light came through my window, I was like up, bags packed. I was like, I'm not staying in this room. It's terrible. And you grew, you said you, you and Kelly have both told me that the home you guys grew up in was active. Yeah. It, it, yes, it, it was definitely, um, there was something, something going on there. And actually very recently, my, so my best friend who I grew up with in England, he'll house sit for us at that house when the people that work there uh, go on vacation. And he was up in the middle of the night uh, feeding his baby with his wife. And they were hearing singing and music in the house. And they could hear a woman singing. And they were the only ones in the house. There was no TVs on, nothing. Did they call you and be like, what the hell is this? And it's not funny, Jack? <laughs> you know, my being as, you know, my, my, my friend is very English and he's very like dry and like everything's nothing. Everything's, everything's bullshit to him. Right. And it took him a while to tell me, he was like, you know, this thing did happen and, and I don't know what to make of it. And I think it's bullshit, but my wife, you know, Jackie, his wife was like, no, it, it happened. And yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they, 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 they weren't spooked enough to leave because it wasn't like it was saying like, get out. It was singing to them. So I think they felt all right. So you, you mentioned that you and Kelly just went to the Queen Mary. Yes. Which everybody, which is notoriously haunted. Yes. Two questions. One, what did you guys find out? And two, do you love trying to scare your sister? Um, Who, so by the way, is not so easily spooked. If no. I was a ghost, I would not sneak up on your sister because she would turn around and punch them. Pretty much. Um, so the, there's a there's a window for Kelly, like you, where you're like, she's good for the odd scare here and there, but you might get two or three. But once you get past that, she's going to punch you. Yeah. So you kind of, you know, I'm good for maybe one, one or two when we're working together. Um, but this, the Queen Mary, it, it, we had really, it was very unique uh, as far as the things that I experienced on this investigation, because I'd never really had phantom smells. And we walked down a hallway and I smelt like strawberry perfume. Kelly does not wear strawberry perfume. Oh God, no. <laughs> and it smelled like what you would imagine, like back in like the 1940s, someone would be like, ah, oh, I've got this new perfume. And, you know, it's like, it just kind of, it just, it, it cloying. just was not. I it think was, the word yeah. you're, cloying, I think is the yes. word you're looking for. Yes. And this kind of cheap strawberry perfume, like filled the hallway and then vanished. And we checked the rooms if there's like a Glade air freshener or whatever, nothing. And our crew is you know, a camera guy and, and sound operator, uh, they're men. I don't think they're wearing strawberry perfume. Wow. Um, that, that was really weird. And then we went to a room that had no electricity and a light turned on. Um, it, so there was all these weird little things that happened. Um, but I think for me, the biggest takeaway from that is like Kelly is kind of leaning into this a bit more. And she's very... Um, She's she's a lot more in tune with this stuff than she I think ever realized. Really? Yeah, like Kelly will pick up on things that are like I'm like, wow, like how did you how did you get that? Like what's and it's and it's very interesting to kind of see it, it, it evolving with her. Um, yeah. So working with your family, I'm I I am obligated to ask. Mm -hmm. All these years, I mean, you have had. I, I obviously can speak firsthand about working with family 
Um, how still after all these years, do you guys keep church and state separated? Cause that was always the hardest thing for us is we, my mom and I would be arguing over a work thing and then have to get in the car to go home together and she would be fine yeah. and I would still be hanging on to it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm more like you, like I can, uh, you, but for me, um, when it comes time to work, like business, when you're doing business, I think it trumps personal. So right. if I'm, you know, if I'm, and it makes it difficult, I'm sure you could understand this too. You know, I'm, I'm producing a, a lot of these shows that I'm doing with my family. So there's like, we're family, we're co-hosts, but I'm the executive producer on it. And there's sometimes is like this weird struggle of like, yeah, but I don't want to do that. And I'm like, well, no, but you kind of, we need you to do it. And here's why. And they don't like that. And yeah, then I I, I, I know that conversation well and getting them to go anywhere in an organized fashion is like wrangling yeah. cats because they feel yes. like they can take liberties with you. Yes. Um, I will, I will say that probably, um, but what I will say my mom and dad are definitely the easiest to uh, get to get to kind of roll with things. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like working with a sibling. I don't have one. So I know I don't, I can't speak firsthand to that. So we're, it's Halloween weekend. What are your favorite scary movies? Um, I love The Exorcist. Uh, I love Alien. Um, I, I watched The Shining recently. How, by the uh, way, how scary is The Shining still? It's, it, there's something special about that film. Cause it's, it's just, the, what, it's, it's just how, just the tone of it is just this weird void of like, you know they're alone and the way that they do ghosts in it, I just love because yeah. you know they're alone, but they're seeing these things and they're not trying to make these things look like wispy see-through. It's just like, no, you see someone, you see two people in masks giving each other head in the bathroom. Like, what right. the fuck is that? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so The Shining, The Exorcist, those would be on your list to scare yeah. the hell out of yourself this this next weekend. Yeah, and also like Hellraiser, like the old Hellraiser movies, like with Pinhead, like it's just so twisted. Well, before I let you go, what is Pearl going as for Halloween? Uh, Pearl is going as a character from Five Nights at Freddy's, which is some YouTube game thing. I don't quite understand if Five Nights at Freddy's is a video game or if it's a YouTube thing. I haven't quite figured that out yet. Um, so she's going as a character from that. Andy is going as... I forgot. I think she's going as an axolotl, which is a like what? this weird an axolotl, which is like this. My um my, my partner, she had she has grown up with them. They're like these weird little creatures. They're like um they're like a a, a, a um, what are they? A newt. They're a type of newt, and they've got like these weird like colorful mane tentacle things that stick out of their heads. If you were to see one, you'd be like, oh, that's what that is. You you'll know it. Like a troll doll. No, it, they're like, it's actually like a, it's basically a lizard. She's going as this lizard. Okay, so like a lizard model. with, a lizard with colorful hair. Yeah, basically. Got it. Yeah. Well, Jack, I love you so much. I love having you on the show. Uh, tell us where we can find the season of Portals to Hell that is on now. Okay, so now you can probably get it on Discovery Plus, which mm -hmm. is Discovery's streaming service. Yes. Uh, or you can catch reruns on Travel Channel. 
the show I do with mom and dad, Osborne's Want to Believe, is on Travel Channel. That's Osborne's where I watched it. Kelly and Jackson added Terra is going to be on Discovery Plus on the 24th. So, yeah. Well, I adore you. I adore your family. You know that. Thank you so much for joining Thank me. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having me. If you enjoyed this conversation with Jack Osborne, go back and listen to one of the first times we chatted in an episode called Ghosts, Aliens, and Things That Go Bump in the Night. <laughs>